Welcome to Rory's Folk, hosted by Rory Skyster and showcasing and discussing a diverse range of contemporary British folk music by established and up-and-coming artists alike. It's true, my love's enlisted and he wears a white cockade. He is a handsome young man, likewise a roving blade. He is a handsome young man, most right to serve the king. Oh, my very, oh, my very heart is breaking all for the loss of him. As I walked out one morning, as I rambled o'er yon moss, I had no thoughts of listing till a soldier did me cross. He kindly did invite me to take the flowing ball. He advanced, he advanced me the money to guineas and a crown. My love is tall and handsome and come for to see but by a sad misfortune a soldier now is he may the man that first enlisted him not prosper night or day how i wish that how i wish that he might perish all in the foaming spray oh may he never prosper and may he never thrive at all he puts his hands upon as long as he's alive may the very ground he treads upon the grass refuse to grow since he has been there since he has been there very cause of my sorrow grief and woe then he's taken up the handkerchief to wipe the flowing eye. Wipe up, wipe up them flowing tears, likewise those mournful sighs. And be you of good courage, love, till I return again, you and I, love. You and I, love, shall be married when I return again. You're listening to Rory's Folk, in which Rory Skyster showcases a diverse range of contemporary British folk music by established and up-and-coming artists alike. Hello and welcome to Rory's Folk. The song that you just heard was my singing of The White Cockade. This is a traditional British folk song. Uh, which deals with the common theme of a man going off to war and um, his love whom he's left at home, um, you know, uh, mourning for him and him promising that when he returns, they will get married. So the name The White Cockade um, comes from a part of the uniform uh, of a soldier from um, the 17th century through to the 19th century, uh, around abouts. So basically, um, a cockade was a, a bunch of ribbons, and it came about because in the 1600s, 
the uniforms for uh, for any for any regiment were provided by the colonel. That was one of the colonel's jobs, um, and so different regiments wore different coloured uniforms. But that, of course, meant that whenever multiple regiments came together, um, they couldn't necessarily tell, you know, that these other regiments were on their side. So uh, by the late 17th century, most English regiments wore red coats, but even then, not all of them. Some of them wore blue or grey, and then they were often fighting on the same side as... Uh, regiments from other countries also um so you know english troops would often fight uh in you know the 16 and 1700s alongside uh danish or prussian troops and they of course wore coats of different colors so there could be all sorts of different soldiers on the field on your side um that you know you didn't want to fight and kill uh but you wouldn't necessarily know that they were on your side so they started um sort of wearing little um things called field signs in their hats which could either be you know a bunch of leaves of a particular tree or a piece of paper or then more commonly a bunch of ribbons and it was from this bunch of ribbons that the cockade sort of um, originated. And, uh, uh, yeah, the the white cockade was um, what was worn by soldiers of the Stuart Kings. So that's why this is the slightly more common version of this song. However, there are versions of the song that talk of a blue cockade or a green cockade. So, um, So, yeah, you know, like... As is the case with a lot of folk songs, there are different versions. Um, but yeah, that's why it's called the White Cockade. Um, so that's sort of the sign of, yes, this this man has been enlisted into the army. Um, so I really like this folk song because, as I said, there are lots of songs in folk music that deal with very similar themes of uh, young men going off to war and, and their lovers mourning them. But I really love the verses in this one that really deal with the anger that these women might have felt towards their lover, towards the man who uh, enlisted their lover, towards the war in general. Um, And there are, in fact, different versions of the White Cockade. So the one that I sing... um, the verse goes the verses go um sort of along the lines of the the sort of the anger is directed at the person enlisting um her love but there are other versions where the anger is directed at the man himself and and she basically just gives him a good telling off for going and 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 enlisting um which yeah i just i think is a really cool thing to find in a song because most of these songs are quite sad and you know this one is still sad but just just being able to hear also that anger um is something that's very kind of striking uh to me and you know those curses sort of may he never prosper may he never thrive and may the ground he treads upon the grass refuse to grow that's just really evocative language and and really um 
you know makes it clear how how awful it would have been for for um you know for these for these women left at home so um so yeah that's the white cockade really great um traditional folk song for you there so um this episode of rory's folk uh i have entitled conflict and i am going to be dealing with um a bunch of folk songs that are to do with uh, conflict around the world and sort of war and things um of course uh at at time of release um this is this episode is being released at the beginning of november so in the uk this is traditionally the time that um poppies are being worn uh, to remember those fallen in battle um i myself have very mixed feelings about poppies about the the whole poppy campaign and everything um i'm not going to go into my political ideals here on this show because that's not what it's about um but i'm going to try in my choice of songs to uh emphasize the the pointlessness of war and um all the hurt that it causes and um, how we should actually all be striving for peace uh, rather than, um, you know, trying to, to um, I guess, glamorise any aspect of uh, conflict. So, so yeah, that's what this episode is about. But, um, you know, obviously a, a pretty serious topic, but I'm also going to try and keep it a bit light-hearted and hopeful where I can so um yeah I hope you enjoy it the next couple of songs that I'm going to play are Stand By Your Guns by The Full English and then The Crow on the Cradle as performed by Lady Masery Stand by your guns, my heart's a vogue Let not a word on board be spoke Get to you soon, we'll crown the joke Be silent, boys, be ready Ram home the guns and sponge them well Let us be sure the balls will tell Cannons will roar and sound the bell Be steady, boys, be steady Up to the front with full desire Wait for the call, come let's fire Be ready boys, be ready See her broadside blasted white See the blood in the purple tide Trickling down her battered side Be steady boys, be steady Well into the battle we'll go All hands on deck let's show Into the blue, the diamonds will Destruction on your foes 
showcases a diverse range of contemporary British folk music by established and up-and-coming artists alike. The songs that you just heard were Stand By Your Guns by The Full English, followed by The Crow on the Cradle, performed by Lady Masery. So the first of those songs, Stand By Your Guns, is a traditional song, or at least the words are, um, the tune um, was written by Seth Lakeman and uh, the words amended slightly by Seth Lakeman also. Um, he found it in um, the Frank Kidston Broadside Collection, Volume 12. And sort of the, the background to um, you know, him, him doing that, other than just that, you know, folk artists like finding traditional songs and sort of making their own versions of them, is um, the Full English Project. Um, so for anyone who's not aware, the Full English is um, a project by the English Folk Dance and Song Society to um, create a digital archive of English folk song collections, uh, mainly from the um, 20th century, which, uh, you know, would be searchable online and therefore a really valuable resource for, um, well, academics, uh, historians, folk artists, uh, but also just like anyone interested in that. Um, so really, really uh, valuable, important project, I think. It launched in 2013 
and sort of as an offshoot of um the the launch of this archive um Faye Heald who is um a wonderful artist who I've played on this show before but who is also a researcher into folk music um she was uh asked to put a um a band together who would perform some of the songs uh, from the archive and uh, so this band came together she brought um she brought to it many really really talented um english folk artists uh seth lakeman obviously as i um you know who wrote that song martin simpson uh, nancy kerr uh, ben nichols um sam sweeney rob harbron loads of really really talented talented people um who very much are kind of rooted in the english folk tradition uh, in the music that they play and um so together they they uh put this performance together which then became an album and they subsequently toured with it uh, under the same name the full english so that's that's what that's about and that's why um uh, Seth Lakeman found this song and uh you know wrote um his own sort of version of it uh, which was then performed by the full english and is on that album um so yeah i would highly recommend you know for anyone who's sort of interested in english folk music and um you know a bit more in like the history of the songs but who also appreciates that that songs can be taken and and changed and sort of made to suit the times a bit as well really really recommend that collection of songs and um yeah the full english are also just a really an absolute joy uh to listen to so so yeah so that's that song um after that i played uh the crow on the cradle um this was written by sydney carter during the cold war and um it's performed here by lady masery because as anyone who's listened to a few episodes of this show will know by now they're one of my favorite artists um they're just such an amazing trio both vocally and um you know in the instruments that they play um and i love their version of the sydney carter song um the song itself i think is just beautiful um it is very very foreboding in the the lyrics um and i really like what well what um what lady masery themselves have said uh, they like about the song i i very much agree with which is sort of the juxtaposition of the images of war with images from nursery rhymes and lullabies and sort of that that image of the crow which is you know seen often as a very foreboding bird um bird sometimes associated with death uh being on the cradle you know a newborn baby a new life um and yeah this this um obviously you know being used as a metaphor uh and a way to symbolize that uh in times of war which to be honest 
as a society, you know, there's always there's always war going on somewhere. Um, even if you live in a place that at the moment is at peace, there's still war happening. Um, there's still conflict in the world. So, um, yeah, that the crow sort of basically um, really hammering home that this baby has been born into a conflict even though it's a baby it's completely innocent it doesn't know that um yeah really 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 chilling to me so yeah that's the crow on the cradle one of my absolute favorite songs about conflict so if you enjoyed it and you haven't already done so do check out lady masery and that song is from the album called Mayday, which uh, the the whole album, in fact, does deal with the themes of conflict in a more general sense between people and groups of people. So, uh, so yeah, it fits in quite well with the themes of this episode if you want something longer to listen to afterwards. I'm going to play a couple more songs now. The next couple of songs are going to be The Ballad of Penny Evans, performed by Mark Block, and then Fighting Jack by Trials of Cato. My name is Penny Evans, and I've just turned 21. A young widow of the war that's been fought in Vietnam. I have two infant daughters and I do the best I can. Now they say the war is over, but I think it just began. Now I was only 17 when I first met my Bill. On his father's grand piano we'd play good old heart and soul. I only knew the left-hand part, he knew the right so well. He's the only boy I slept with and the only one I will. And first we had a baby girl and we had two good years. And when the 1A notice came, we parted without tears. Now it's nine months from the last goodbye And the second babe appears and Then it's ten months and the telegram Confirming all our fears My name is Penny Evans And I've just turned twenty-one A young widow of the war That's been fought in Vietnam I have two infant daughters and I do the best I can. Now they say the war is over, but I think it just began. Now every month I get a check from some army bureaucrat. And every month I tear it up and mail the damn thing back. Do you think that makes it all right? Did you think I'd fall for that? You can keep your bloody money. It won't bring my billy back. Now I don't care much for politics. Their speeches I don't understand. And likewise, I never took one cent from any living man. But tonight there are 50,000 gone in that unhappy land. 
And that's 50,000 heart and souls being played by just one hand. My name is Penny Evans and I've just turned 21. A young widow of the war that's been fought in Vietnam. I have two infant daughters, I thank God I have no son. They say the war is over, but for me it's just begun. some bits for the showcases a diverse range of contemporary British folk music 
by established and up-and-coming artists alike. The tracks that you just listened to were The Ballad of Penny Evans, as performed by Mark Block, followed by Fighting Jack by The Trials of Cato. Um, so I don't know if there's an awful lot to say about either of these tracks. They're both originals. Um, uh, the Ballad of Penny Evans was written by Steve Goodman um, and Charles of Cato themselves wrote uh, Fighting Jack. Both just different takes on international conflict and people uh, from um, the UK or the US being sent away to fight in uh, international conflicts around the world. So The Ballad of Penny Evans is, of course even though it was, you know, it's not a traditional folk song, it very much uses the traditional folk um, trope of being told from the point of view of a lover or a partner left behind um, when their lover has gone off to war. And uh, particularly, um, you know, the fact that she has young children uh you know, and has to look after them without uh, her partner. That's something which often comes up in these traditional folk songs of the of the same kind of story as well. And also, the the thing I find particularly striking about the the, the last verse is um, that oh, you know, I have two infant daughters, but I I thank God I have no sons. That again often comes up that sort of also harks back to something you find in traditional folk songs which is that often in in such songs um it's mentioned you know oh, what what should you do if one of our children is a son or you send them off to war um which ties it also neatly back to the crow on the cradle that i that i played for you before the break so um so yeah that is um the ballad of penny evans by steve goodman I really enjoy Mark Block's performance of it. I think Mark Block has an absolutely beautiful voice and would highly encourage you to look him up if you've not yet um, heard his music. He does cover such this as this one, but he also writes loads of his own music, which is great as well. And um, maybe I'll play it on the show at some point. But um, in the meantime, just, uh, you know, look him up on social media. Um, yeah, after that, we had Fighting Jack, which is an original written by The Trials of Cato. It's on their first EP, The Trials of Cato. And um, I really like this song because it it actually slightly it, it's, it's a bit different from other from traditional um, songs that deal with war in that it is told from the point of view of the soldier and his disillusionment with being sent off to war is very very clear so often in folk music you get the songs from the point of view of people being left behind and those ones are usually sadder um and then you get songs that are sort of meant to cheer soldiers up that are sold told from the point of view of the soldiers but they're very much like you know hey ho let's get them kind of thing um so meant to be boosting morale it's less often that you get a, sol a song from the point of view of a soldier which is um which is clearly you know not 
so positive about the conflict. Um, but I like the way that the Trials of Cato have, writ have written this such that you don't realise at first that that is the case. They've used really, really um, witty lyrics, I think, and also just the fact that the whole song is really upbeat um, to to make you not quite realise. Like, the first time I heard this song, I, I actually thought it was just like, oh, this is just, you know, one of those songs from the point of view of a soldier who's, like, having a great time. Um, and then you kind of listen to it and you go, oh, no, wait. Um, some of these lyrics are actually, you know, very, very clever twists. And, um, you know, he's actually not happy. Um, he's incredibly disillusioned with... Uh, this conflict that he's part of so um so yeah that's that song um i'm now going to play a couple more tracks um we have fitting in with the themes that have already been covered quite nicely i think uh grace petrie's song bad guys and then i didn't think i could really make this episode at this time without playing a Ukrainian song. So we have performed by the Ukrainian singer Eileen, a song which translates in English to In the Meadow a Red Gelder Rose. I could take 
We'll tell our children how we made the same mistakes. We watched our fathers and their fathers before us make. And I've got no words of comfort, but I can't just close my eyes to all those kids that didn't get out of a battleground in time. Well, they tell you it's good and evil. Let me tell you that's all lies. Everybody in this troubled, troubled world is someone's bad guy. Oh, everybody in this troubled, troubled world is someone's bad guy. To those people standing under broken skies, we're the bad guys. Червона калина похилилася, чогось наша славна Україна зажурилася, а ми твою червону калину підіймемо, а ми нашу славну Україну гей-гей розвеселимо, а ми твою червону калину підіймемо. Нашу славну Україну гей-гей розвеселимо. Виступають наші добровольці у кривавий тан. Визволяти рідну Україну з московських кайдан. А ми ті московські кайдани розірвемо. А ми нашу славну Україну гей-гей розвеселимо. А ми ті московські кайдани розірвемо. А ми нашу славну Україну гей-гей розвеселимо. Гей у полі ярої пшенички золотистий Розпочали стрільці українські з ворогами там. А ми твою ярою пшеничку і зберемо, а ми нашу славну Україну гей-гей розвеселимо. А ми твою ярою пшеничку і зберемо, а ми нашу славну Україну гей-гей розвеселимо. Як повіє буйнесенький вітер широких степів, та й прославить по всій Україні січових стрільців. А ми твою стрілецькою славу збережемо, а ми нашу славну Україну гей-гей розвеселимо. А ми твою стрілецькою славу збережемо, а ми нашу славну Україну гей-гей розвеселимо. You're listening to Rory's Folk, in which Rory Skyster showcases a diverse range of contemporary British folk music 
by established and up-and-coming artists alike. The two songs that you just heard were um, Bad Guys by Grace Petrie from her album Heart First Aid Kit, followed by a Ukrainian song which translates to In the Meadow a Red Gelder Rose, performed by Eileen. Um, so, uh, about bad guys, um, I mean, I think a lot of the lyrics are fairly self-explanatory, to be honest, um, but I really like this song. It's, um, a, um, slightly different take, um, than a lot of songs that, uh, sort of talk about war and peace, um, in that, you know, it, um, it has in it the message that, uh, a lot of people, you know, think that they're the good guys in a conflict and that, you know, no one would think that they could be in the wrong. But um, actually, in any conflict, there's bound to be someone else who, to whom, you know, you are the bad guys. Um, and I think that's especially important to bear in mind, um, you know, for for us in um developed countries in the first world whatever you know we often think we have this tendency to to think that we um you know we're right that that we have the moral high ground and that when we step into a conflict elsewhere in the world um you know we're oh it's it's freedom and it's peace you know we're bringing them uh, freedom and peace and, and what they want. And I think it's often not nearly as clear cut as that. Um, and, uh, the best of intentions may not actually be the best, um, you know, thing to do. So, uh, so yeah, I think that's a very moving song. Grace Petrie, of course, writes, uh, a lot of, uh, political and protest folk, uh, which is often really, really moving. She really has a way with words as well as being a brilliant guitarist. So uh, do look her up if you're not already familiar with her music. She has presences on all social media platforms um, and music on Bandcamp. So do go check her out. Um, after that, I played a Ukrainian folk song. Um, this folk song translates to um, In the Meadow, A Red Gelder Rose. And um, it is a, a fairly old song. It's from the time of the First World War. And it's the uh, anthem of a legion of Ukrainian riflemen. And uh, it's um, it sort of uses the symbol of this red gelder rose or viburnum, which is a plant that is traditionally associated with Ukraine. So as I say, it is an older folk song. But um, it's sort of been uh, picked back up in the last year uh, following the invasion of Ukraine by Russia. And uh, people are singing it again um, to kind of have pride in their country and hope for their country. And of course, in the age of modern technology, a lot of people have been going to the Internet um, and... Um, putting their version of the song up there and then other people have been um taking versions 
uh, that for, from other people and sort of working on them some more. So there are some really nice, if you just like look up this song on YouTube, there are some really good sort of collaborations that people have done. I'm sure the same thing happened on TikTok. I don't myself really follow TikTok, but that seems like exactly the sort of place that this would happen. So I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I think the most famous version of this song now is uh, Pink Floyd's version. And this version is based on and features the vocals of Andrew Klinyuk, which I've possibly mispronounced um if so apologies um of the band boombox and they are a ukrainian band who were touring in america at the time that the war broke out and uh he had to or rather he chose to come home to ukraine and uh and fight against the invasion so uh he released a video of himself singing this this song unaccompanied um in the middle of kiev and uh it, it became very popular on youtube and pink floyd took this this um video and and turned it into a longer song which they have called hey hey rise up uh i much prefer eileen's version uh, that i just played here it's just more more my kind of um, style, really, but that's personal preference. Um, but Eileen's version um, is also can also be found on YouTube, and uh, all earnings from the video are being donated to humanitarian help for Ukraine. So uh, yeah, do go and listen to it on YouTube. Find it on Spotify and find it on Amazon. Do go and listen to it. This is a really easy way to support those affected by the invasion of Ukraine. Yeah, that's that. Um, I did deliberately entitle this episode Conflict because I didn't want to focus solely on war. Um, and I'm at the end specifically going to address something in uh my choice of the last song which is that there are loads of ways to uh overcome uh war and conflict and rather to cooperate as nations and cause that sort of thing to not happen in the future and uh in my opinion one of the big things in um my lifetime and in the lifetime of probably most people listening to this, um, has been uh, the European Union. The European Union was created so that awful atrocities such as those that happened in the Second World War would not happen again. And um, there's an awful lot that I could say about my uh, views on the European Union right now. Um, and in relation to the the uh, Ukrainian war, um, or rather the the invasion of Ukraine by Russia, but um, this is not a political show, so I'm not going to go into that hugely. But I am going to play you my song that I wrote when uh, the 
EU referendum happened in the UK and the UK voted um, in an advisory capacity to leave the EU and our politicians have since then royally screwed up and I am going to leave that bit in here and I hope that no one minds <laughs> or you know if they do mind uh whatever um so this is my song called Alien and it's about uh my personal feelings with regards to uh being someone who grew up in a different EU country to English parents and now lives in the UK and um feels like an outsider to be honest wherever I am um and so I know it may not seem immediately sort of sort of relevant but whilst this song is my, about my personal feelings I do think that it is relevant uh, on a broader scale and um I think that collaborations like the EU can really help to combat some of the issues that have been dealt with in this episode of my show with regards to international conflict and war. So here is my song Alien. It can be found on the EP of the same name, which uh, is all about feeling like an outsider in society, either in regards to national identity or uh, for other reasons like uh, queer identity, neurodivergence, etc. I hope you enjoy it and um, otherwise, uh, I guess, till next week. I grew up believing That people are a tapestry of places they have been And I grew up thinking That I wasn't from one place or another But from somewhere in between So when I heard that we were out It made me want to scream and cry Get on a box and shout But I feel like I'm not welcome here I'm too far out of line Now I'm an alien in my own country I'm an alien in my own land I'm an alien in my own country And if you feel the British, though I grew up overseas, but that didn't matter, for with free movement we could travel home again with ease, and as I grew up I rejoiced, knowing that wherever I went I would have a voice, but then came June 2016, and it turned out what I took for granted was a wishful dream. Now I'm an alien in my own country I'm an alien in my own land I'm an alien in my own country And if you feel the same, come take my hand My parents didn't get a 
listening to Rory's Folk. Tune in again next time for some more contemporary British folk music. And in the meanwhile, find Rory Skyster on Bandcamp, Facebook and Instagram. Feedback and ideas for future episodes, very welcome. Thanks for listening. You're listening to Radio Illumini, raising vibrations to help heal nations. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're going to rock around the clock tonight. Mr. Rock and Roll here, inviting you to join me Thursday night at nine o'clock on Radio Illumini for the Mr. Rock and Roll Record Hop, bringing you all the best in rock and roll, rockabilly, and some modern rock and roll as well. So get your dancing shoes on for Thursday night, people. The Wellbeing Hour, Monday to Friday, 2 to 3 p.m., on Radio Illumini.